Want to learn how to jumpstart your career or next project? Want advice on what you need to do to achieve your next big break? The How To Into Podcast is here to put you in front of local professionals that are doing what you want to do. Now, let's kick back and learn something, shall we? Here are your hosts, Claire and Jesse. Welcome to the How To Into Podcast. It's Jesse and Claire today, and we have a special guest. We're super excited. Claire, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Awesome. Great to see her with Alex. Yeah, that's right. She's Alex, impressive. Alex Beakley. And we're super excited to have her on today. And most importantly, like wait, the whole purpose of this podcast is to allow people to come and have a voice and to really express themselves and give us some helpful tips in two minutes and like our infamous how to and two question, right? Well, I'm super excited today because Alex is 18 years old and runs two young companies um, as well as hosts a podcast herself. So. We're super excited. Thank you, Alex, for joining us. Yeah, thanks, Alex. But yeah, we'll jump, jump right in. So Alex, kind of give us your background. Where are you from? What you do? And just give us an overall idea of who you are. Yeah, of course. And thank you for having me on here. It's super excited with all of this stuff. But I grew up in Idaho. And about seven years ago, I moved here to Utah because my dad had restationed a new job. And uh, from there, I just had a normal kid life. You know, I went through different things and Throughout my life, it was, I guess, a little bit different at the same time because I, both my parents had businesses when I was very young, but in 2008, they both lost it and they just never recouped from that. They had to go back to corporate. They had to figure out how to really, you know, keep our family just surviving basically. So throughout pretty much since I was six and even still till now, they really struggle financially and just the stress and the pressure from all of that was really, really hard to go through. So when one of the first jobs that my mom got, she did sales when she was about my age with Cutco. And uh, so she knew she, she could do that but later in life. So she did different selling and she actually sold kind of the weirdest things. She did like refrigerators, uh, Domino's pizza cards, you know, all those different things and, you know, anything different from knives, but <laughs> Yeah, it was interesting to see what she would do. And she would always come home and be really happy about making those connections and relationships with people. And it wasn't really about the sale. I mean, it was she wanted to be able to keep our family, you know, food on the table and be able to pay off the bills. But she really loved creating those connections with people. So I remember in 2013, I was 11 and she came home one day and she's like, you're going to come with me. And being a really shy, introverted kid, I said, Oh no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> and I, she literally dragged me out of the house and took me with her. And for two weeks, I just stood behind her. She like did her pitch. She did all that kind of stuff. And she, it was just terrifying to me. I would just stand there right behind her and just be like, I don't want to do this. But slowly I kind of saw what the relationships built and I kind of just would stand there and kind of look at her both ways. And I was like, you know what? I, I can kind of maybe start doing this. But well, like two weeks later, one day she like, she was selling Domino's and Pop Marvie's pizza cards and she, uh, she parked the car right off like the, the corner edge right in a neighborhood. And she actually made me get out of the car first. She gave me the cards and I realized that she wasn't actually getting out of the car. And Trial by fire, right? Yeah. <laughs> so she, she's, and she literally locked the door. She like deadpan looked me in the eye, locked the door <laughs> and she's like, you're going to go do it. And I was like, 
No. That's throwing you in the deep end. Right. That's right. <laughs> Learn to swim. Love it. Sounds like an awesome mom. <laughs> but yeah, but I literally stood there and was terrified, but I went to the first house and I tell the story because it was really pivotal in my life. And I didn't really realize that until recently how much it really changed me. But I went up to the first house. I was so scared, literally quivering, just thinking about it. But I knew the pitch. I knew it. I had the cards in my hand and I was like, I can, I can do it, you know? So I knocked on the house and I waited and I didn't really hear anything at first. And I was like, okay, maybe I'll get lucky. Maybe this guy's in home, but I heard footsteps. And then this humongous guy, like six foot five, I was like four foot seven for like the longest time. I was really small. And this humongous guy opens the door and I was just, uh, at that point I was about to pass out, but he like, he actually lowers himself to eye level with me and he's like, can I help you? Mm-hmm. So I like took a big deep breath and did the whole pitch. And afterwards I was just like a big sigh of relief and he could tell I was really nervous. So he just, he looked at me and he said, I don't want to buy anything from you, but the fact that you're going out and doing this means that you will be someone one day Yeah. and just close the door. And I was like, oh, okay. So literally every day for two years, two hours per day, I would go out and I did the pitch and I slowly got better at it. And I just, I went out there because I knew that if I mastered sales, master being afraid of going out there and being in front of people, I knew that I could just do anything I wanted to do. So it was kind of the first moment I realized that I could change my life based on not having a real job or, you know, really taking the freedom with my life. So, and then COVID hit this past couple of months and I just turned 18 at that time. And I thought, but now you're the perfect time to just start a business. So I reached out to different people I knew. And there was one person I met in one of my mom's business groups, actually. And he started to make these different kinds of face masks. And they were different from any type of other company. They, they weren't cotton and they were very breathable. They were, the designs were really awesome. So I said, I'd like to help you with marketing. So I just kind of went out there, made my own website, kind of made a brand from it. But I, it was really cool because it kind of was a project mm-hmm. and I learned so much. I literally did all the details like video ads, Facebook ads, all those types of things, designs, creating a website, all that stuff just to see what it was like firsthand. So that took a while, but I appreciate those people who do that expertise wise because it's so much. And so I just did that and it kind of turned into a business. And then, you know, I did the first business and then actually in a week, I'll, I'll start another one with a co-founder of mine I met and he and I are both uh, Generation Z. That's kind of our go-to thing. Yeah. And we're going to help specifically Baby Boomer and Generation X owned base companies because we realize that they don't really have the the website, the online presence that most other younger companies do. And that they're really struggling because of that. Cause everyone's going online and we see that if they even just have a website or a way to do advertisements that they know how to do, then they can really get more customers and really get their outreach out there. So that's something I'm really excited about too, just helping those businesses. So yeah, those are the two main things and where I am at right now. That's awesome. So I want to know how much money were you making when you did this first website? Well, it took about a month to actually get up and running. And then it took about a week to actually start getting first sale. And my first sale was my grandma. So, you know, the support from that. Shout out to grandma. Yeah, That's Uh, awesome. So it sounds like you just went and did it absolutely free just to learn. And me, that is like the best investment you can make in yourself is your education. mm -hmm. Right. And I'm a huge social media fan. I think that you're right. Like a lot of people are going online now as opposed to actually picking up the phone or opening the historic or the old phone book. So that is awesome. 
I love that story. What, what I find really inspiring about that was the way the story started out was your family owned a business or a company and then hard times hit and that kind of wiped it out. But they were still, I mean, sales is still, I mean, it's basically a small business because you have to go out and get it. And that's the mm-hmm. same thing with, with any sort of company. So I, what I think is really a fantastic lesson, because I was sitting here thinking the whole time, I was like, wow, things went wrong. And yet she's still going after a company. She didn't go the safe route, you know, maybe find a job or something, but she's still growing herself. So why would you do that? But your parents looks like they still were going after it, even though turned south. And that, that's really impressive to me because most people, when you get burned, if they eat a bad salad somewhere, they're like, oh, never going back. Yeah. But like the fact that they still went after it is, is really inspiring to me. A good friend of mine, he shout out to Brennan Tolman for the Hobo Entrepreneur podcast that he does. <laughs> he did an awesome video where he said, this is my graveyard of failed businesses. And he went through, I think he's got 10 tombstones that he says he has that he just went through each and every one of them, why they failed. And he went through it. But now at this point, he's running a successful film company around the world. So he tours and goes and does wedding photography. But it took 10 times before he could actually say, this is where I want to be. Yeah. And this is what I'm going to do. It wasn't originally what he thought. I mean, he went from everything from selling on Amazon, like wedding rings and stuff, to doing a social media company and everything. Everyone has their different fits. So Perseverance. I love that. Yeah. I love it. So, all right, Alex. So. Really, we're going to jump into the question. So what do you love about what you do? Like why social media gave us kind of the background, but like, what do you love about it? From my experiences of just meeting people and trying to like either provide masks or starting to do like the web design, I've been trying to just connect network. And I just love the, I haven't had too many sales. Like my first business is I would say kind of a failure just because it's like, it's a trending business. It won't be here forever, I hope but not wearing face masks forever, but that's why I'm kind of moving into something else kind of more long-term, but just from the experiences of meeting people and being able to provide them the masks, like I've had probably like four or five big customers that they got like big units of orders, but they said that they just, they loved them. They loved the material. They loved the experience that they got with them because I was able to personalize it for them so that they could wear it and feel comfortable about it. And the whole idea about it, the company was to more empower people as they went back to work or going back to their lives, instead of having to wear something that, you know, they saw as a necessity, mm-hmm. it's becoming more of an accessory. Now we move forward with the next couple of months, but I just loved connecting with people and really providing something for them that didn't made them more comfortable and just help them overall. So that's kind of been the best part of doing business in any way. Super cool. And how many units have you sold like face masks? You know, has been too many. I just had a couple of orders, like huge orders, and then like a few individual, I'd say a max of 2,500. Awesome. So 2,500 face masks. And what did you say the unit cost was? So it depends on how much you order. So they decrease in price, how many, the more you order. So from five to 99, it's 575 each. And then 100 to 249 is 550 each. 250 to 499 is 485, 500 to 749 is 465, 750 to 999 is 425. A thousand more is $4. Very cool. So I'm just running some quick math, assuming 550, your lowest cost, right? At 2,500 face masks is almost $14,000 in gross revenue, which is fantastic since you've been doing this for how long? I'd say it started like the end of May. End of May, 13 grand. 
Congrats, Alex. That's awesome. Obviously, there's some costs and factors that you know you got to go into, but that's a great for a startup. Is that's great profit right out the get go. So very cool. So I want to attack the social media marketing a little bit because that is something that's always intriguing to me for my real estate business and for Claire's Lending. We run thousands of dollars through social media marketing because it is the new trending thing. When Instagram hit, it kind of changed everything. And now you add things like TikTok and some of these other platforms that I haven't even used yet. Quite frankly, don't really intend to, but you know, so the social media networking and things like that are growing larger and larger every single day. So my question is, is like you went from just doing social media to now this business and you were running campaigns and stuff. How many hours would you say you dedicated to doing? Well, I started first with Facebook ads and I probably spend a couple hours a day just understanding it because there's so much that goes with the algorithms and they literally, they change so much, but just, I kind of just learned the basics of how to run a campaign, how to do an ad set, how, what ads work, and then how to use different copy to really attract people and do different split tests for different images, copy, trying to understand all that. And then I actually, since I was, Facebook is kind of more of an individual consumer market. Mm -hmm. I changed to LinkedIn ads for just a little while just to see how many businesses I could really get to because that was also a good profit margin for not just me, but I was able to help more people in those businesses, help their employees. So that's kind of something I'm still newer in trying to figure out and trying to figure out what niche business businesses to go for. But yeah, that was also kind of the same thing. LinkedIn and Facebook kind of similar with ads and that kind of thing. But that was kind of the two main platforms that I used. What would you say results wise between LinkedIn and Facebook? What one had a better return on investment? One had better results in general? Definitely LinkedIn did just because I'd have like one business reach back to me. Even if I did like ads for a whole week, I spent like a thousand bucks. That one person, one business, they would buy, say like thousand, two thousand masks. And that would pretty much cover everything more. So I love it. That's one avenue like LinkedIn is super important, but one of the most underused platforms, I think. That, I'd agree with that. You know, but it's like it's designed specifically for business. So people are going to look for your business and who you are. So that's awesome. I more out of curiosity, just wanted to know about your LinkedIn results. That's fantastic. So, <laughs> all right, we're going to jump over, Alex, to the infamous question here, the how to and to you being 18, running two companies and your podcast as well. I would like to know, like, some of the biggest obstacles I would think would happen is you are 18, right? So selling your social media platform to someone that is in my case, like 30 plus is questioning that. How much experience do you truly have? So how do you effectively market yourself and also overcome those fears to have those conversations? Yeah, definitely. I do have kind of that insecurity of being young, but I think it's more kind of a superpower I can use just because I can catch more eyes that way people are like oh she's 18 oh she doesn't like I have probably not as much experience as most people in different industries but that also gives me an advantage because I'm not so and so corrupted but in a way where you know there's different things different views that people try to put on you throughout your younger life so I feel like I have an advantage that way and then like what you said uh, just trying to market myself on social media I'm kind of using Instagram the most for like my podcast just to kind of get out there and show people my, the vision of it, the mission and, you know, everything else just linked in for my business expertise, that kind of thing. But, you know, I'm learning as I go and I'm sharing my journey as I go as well. So I hope it has been pretty good just the engagement that I get from different people really kind of latching on to that since I'm young 
I'm hungry and I want to do so much for the world, but it's, yeah, so that's, I'm still starting, still trying to figure all this stuff out, but I'm trying to share as much as I can along the way. I love it. And the journey too, because it really does show people don't understand. Like they think all of a sudden you go from Alex, I knew her in high school to now Alex, a millionaire over time. And they go, Oh my gosh, like, what did you do? And then, you know, you'll start to get more haters on Instagram and (laughs) Facebook because they're jealous and things like that. Um, It's just a natural flow of things. So I love that you're recording your journey because anyone that's following you realizes how much work you're actually putting into uh, you both businesses and your podcast and just marketing yourself in general. Yeah, I agree. So for you in marketing yourself, what advice would you give other people that whether in the same space or a different space and they're trying to get out there, what advice would you give them? I've actually had a lot of like brand industries tell me the opposite of this. And I think it's just, you can do it either way, but I show authenticity, transparency, hundred percent. And I feel like when you really show that and you show that you really genuinely care. And even if you don't have, you know, 10,000 plus followers on Instagram, Facebook, if you just show that in your transparency, people can really resonate with that more. And, you know, I've had just, like I said, brand industries tell me that I need to create a brand. I should do more high quality types of content. I should, you know, I shouldn't show hundred percent of myself. And I, I don't necessarily agree with that just because that's basically what I'm running off of just being me. So that I that's the advice I give to someone, especially if they're young, but you know, just show yourself and people will come. I love it. Go left when others tell you to go right. I love that mentality. And like even Claire and I've had this conversation numerous times. We're in a day and age where people use the word exposed, like that person's been exposed. And that's a general term. Well, people, we want transparency. We want to know. And so by the, the fact that you're doing that to me, is just saying like instant success because people want that full transparency, like you said, as opposed to doing the high quality videos, that stuff comes and goes and salesmen will call you left and right to do that. But that transparency, that real authenticity is really what makes people latch on to being a number one fan. I agree. Awesome, Alex. So where, where can we find you? Where, like if I'm going online, you're a big social media expert. So where can we find you? Or is it going to pop up on my Facebook thread? Like what's the main platforms you use? Yeah. So I'm just, uh, my name on Facebook, it's weird just because they don't let you change your name after 60 days. And like two weeks ago, I was like, I'm going to change my name to something different. Mm-hmm. And now I can't go back to it for a while. So <laughs> Facebook, it's Alexandra Beakley, B as in boy, E-E-K-L-E-Y. And then I have my business. It's Mare V. Rosie. It's French. So it's kind of a weird spelling, but we'll include the words yeah. so people can search it if they're watching. Yeah. So I have uh, that also has a Facebook page and then it's also on Instagram. And then I'm just on all the other platforms, Instagram, Alexandra Beakley. Uh, you probably search me up and find me. There's not too many people with that name, but yeah, Instagram, uh, my podcast, Entrepreneurship Decoded. It's also a YouTube channel as well. So that's on there. And then Anchor. And I'm also on Spotify, but yeah. Very cool. Well, Alex, uh, we appreciate you coming on. And for those that are listening, that background noise is a hammer drill. And we don't know why the heck they're doing that right now. <laughs> but we're going to adapt and, uh, you know, we're, we're all learning here. But we really appreciate it. And definitely, you know, you guys who are listening or watching, go visit and watch her journey. Because there are some Instagram videos and things that she's putting on her profile that really are highlighting the journey of what it takes to be a true entrepreneur, as well as like her advice on effectively marketing yourself. I mean, I would definitely pay close attention to this journey because it's very important. So thank you, Alex, so much for being on. Thanks, Alex. Thank you. 
Thanks for your support and for listening to today's show. Be sure to follow How To In Two on Instagram at How To In Two Podcast. Please feel free to contact us by sending an email to howtointwopodcast at gmail.com. If you enjoy our podcast, drop a review and share with your friends.